Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. My name is Angela Atawufu of Zone 30. I have been in the church for a very long time, before the Basel system started. But I wasn't involved with the Basel work until last year. God took me to Zone 32, and I met Pastor Aira Mashibi. Um, last year, when we went for the TMR camp, that was when I felt that I really needed to do something for God. And my pastor called me one, during one of the sessions and said I should be his assistant. And I was a bit hesitant. I didn't give him an answer. <laughs> But just before that session ended, he came back and he was like, I have changed my mind. You don't need to think about it. You are my assistant. So up till now, I haven't given him an answer. I just obeyed what he said. Um, but I have been at home. I completed school, the university in 2010. So I've been home like six years without a job. I have been looking for a job. I have applied. Nobody was even calling me for interviews. Until one day, my pastor took me to see somebody who could help me get a job. After that meeting, through that same person, I've attended three different interviews. And the last one was just last Wednesday. After the interview, I came home around 7 p.m. Before 7 p.m., I was called that I should come to work on Friday. And... I, I, I couldn't believe my ears. Went, to, went for an interview on Wednesday. Called that same day. Start work on Friday. I said, this could only be God. Amen. So this moment, I want to thank Bishop Jack for an opportunity to do something for God. If I hadn't joined the battle, there was no way I was, I was going to meet Pastor Aram. He's in the church. I'm also in the church. I never knew him till I joined the battle. And he also gave me an opportunity to be a shepherd in the bustle and through that, and through his counsel, <laughs> and through his, uh, the, the blessings he spoke on me and the, through his counsel, by the grace of God now, I am working. And I want to encourage everybody here, please, if you make God's business your business, he will make your business his business. Wow. Oh, give the Lord a victory shout. Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Lord. Amen. We bring you greetings from the Holy Land. <laughs> Hallelujah. A few days we were away and God was with us. We had a wonderful time. Walking where Jesus walked. Hey. But I see you also going there. The next time people are going, you will be the next person to go. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's going to happen practically in your life. May the blessings of the Holy Land come upon you wherever you are. In the name of Jesus. So we are blessed. We are back. The Lord took us and brought us back safely. Amen. And we thank the Lord. Amen. 
All right. We want to take our memory verse for this morning before we take our seats. John chapter 8 and verse 12. Can we take it together? Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Okay. Can we take it again? All right. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Is it okay? Or you want the Okay. Yara, is that what they call it? Okay, let's take it. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Wow. Okay. I think we can take it off and try. It's possible. Amen. All right, let's take it together. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of life. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. I'm the light of the world. Amen. Beautiful. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for another time in your presence. Holy Spirit, please speak to us. Oh, yes, touch us. Just lift up your hands and ask God to touch you, that God will speak to you. Pray that you will receive a word from the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Spirit of the living God. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Let your will be done. Touch lives. Bring salvation. Let no one leave here the same, O God. In the name of Jesus, we want to have an encounter with you, Lord. We bless you and we thank you. We give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. And turn with me to Matthew chapter 16. Please be seated. Matthew chapter 16. a blessing we are working the field of souls and um i believe that by the grace of god it's working amen the lord is adding to the church daily such as should be saved so i believe that god is doing his part for us and we must also do our part amen matthew chapter 16 i'm reading from verse 24 all right we want to read from verse 24 to verse 27. Can we read together? Ready, go. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, 
If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Oh, may the Lord find you somebody who deserves a reward. Because you have been working the field of souls. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to share with you about the importance of a soul. The importance of a soul. Like Bishop always says, a soul is a soul and it's important to God. And I think that's what is written on the t-shirt. Next week, we must all wear our t-shirt. Amen. Everyone must buy a t-shirt and wear next week. Amen. Please, lady pastors, I see you wearing nice t-shirts. Can you show? The lady pastors are wearing, can you show it to the church so that? Wow. See in front, anybody else, you have the t-shirt. See the front of the t-shirt, they've written, a soul is a soul and it's precious to God. And that is why we are saying that this month of evangelism, just bring one soul to the Lord. Just one soul to the Lord. Thank you very much, lady pastors. That's what we're talking about. And maybe if you don't understand, I just want to explain to you the importance of a soul, the importance of your soul. Amen. Amen. Now, the Bible is saying here, when you read this passage, or we, we read it, Jesus said that, for what is a man profited? If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Then he went on to say, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, anytime I read this verse, the thing that comes to mind is the forest bureau. When you go there, they have a list of currencies. And they are exchange rates. Maybe the dollar, the pound, the yen, uh, Swiss francs. Euro, all these ones, they have listed them there. And they've given you the um, exchange rate and equivalent in cities. So you find that for all these things, there is an exchange rate. But Jesus is saying here, when it comes to a soul, there is no exchange rate. You cannot find, I mean, there's no equivalent. So, uh, this one is equal to a soul. Anywhere in the world, he said, you will never find. So, he said, what, what is a man profited if he gains the whole world, loses his soul? Because there's nothing in the world, the whole world, that will be equal to a soul. And then he said, what can a man give in exchange for that soul? There's nothing. No rate. We can't have an exchange. So, a soul. 
Okay, one dollar is equal to four point how, how many? Four point seven CDs. Yen is what? Euro. You don't use such money. <laughs> Euro, whatever. So all of them have it. A soul. Nothing. Nothing. So the importance of a soul, it, we, we, can, we don't know how we can quantify it. We don't know how we can measure it. I don't know anything anywhere that I can use to measure the importance of a soul to you. Only for you to just to know that there is nothing in this world, not a car, not a house, not a beloved, not a husband, not a wife, nothing in this world can be compared to the importance of a soul. That is why when a person wins a soul, the Bible says that he that winneth souls is wise. Because what you are doing is, is, is shows that you have understood something. When you begin talking to people about Jesus Christ and winning them for the Lord, you have understood something. Your, your level of reasoning and level of wisdom has gone to another level. And so God is very happy with you. And that is why there is nothing in this world that can make angels dance and rejoice. I mean, the things that we are so excited about, it doesn't move them one bit. If you want something that will make angels dance, have you seen angels dancing as Zonto? The only thing that can make angels do that is when one soul, one soul, one soul has been won. So this month, may you bring smiles to the face of the angels. May it not be that throughout this month you never win a soul. No. We have been given this opportunity, church. Let's do it. Wherever you find yourself, talk to somebody about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, let me give you maybe five things as time will permit. Um, what a soul is. Number one, your soul or a soul is that part of you that relates with God. Yeah. So without it, there's no relationship with God. And so when that soul is not saved, it doesn't have any relationship with God. So you may be here, you may have a soul, but you don't have any relationship with God. David says something in Psalm 103. Verse 1, verse 2, he said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. The soul is, is the person in you that relates with God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy, holy name. Then you also say, my soul, praise the Lord. But that's the part that relates with God. My soul, praise the Lord. My soul, praise the Lord. 
Especially if that soul is not saved. So, you may be living alright, but you are more or less dead. Because you don't have any life. You're not connected to God. And I pray that if you don't have any relationship with God today, may you have a relationship with God before you leave this place. Number two, your soul is that inner man in you, which is the real you. That will live on after you die. A lot of people don't know that after death, there's another life. Death is not the end. There's a transition to another life, another place. And when a person dies, there are only two places. Either you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Now, if that soul is not saved, when you die, you, you, you are... You are you are going, you are done for. This is the time for that soul to be saved. So that's why we need to save people now before they die. Because when they die, it will be too late. So that soul is the real person. As for this flesh, it's just a container. Somebody touch your flesh like this. Flesh. And say container. Container. Beautiful container. The way we can polish the flesh. Hey! You can see the sisters. They can stay in front of the mirror. Polish, 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 polish. More polish on the container. Which will one day perish. Sometimes even the dead body that is lying there. Hey! Bishop Ogo. Dead body. <laughs> It's like beauty contest. I mean, as they are dressing the body and doing things. One funeral, they can change the clothes of the, this thing. Ten times. Another change your style. Dead body. It's not a simple thing. But you see, when you go to a funeral and you see the dead body lying there, you just say to yourself, container. The real person is not there. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, I said it's gone. I said the real person is gone. That is why you should not be too worried about this container. But this container one day will go away. So long as we're going to live in this container, it's going to be difficult to really serve God in a certain way. So that's why one day you must die so that this container will go away. Amen. When a person dies, it's not the end. Number three, your soul is that part of you that can be lost in hell. Amen. Are you there? Decided to go back home. The place is quiet. I don't know. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Is that part of you that can be lost in hell? Acts chapter 2. Look at it. Verse 27. He said, Because thou would not leave my soul in hell, neither would thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. You know, Jesus is the one who said this. And uh, he knew that even if he dies, God will not leave his soul in hell. He was very sure about that. 
But the question is that can you also say the same thing that when I die, you will not leave my soul in hell? We must be able to say that. If you can't say this thing, put it back there, Acts 2.27. If you can't say this scripture, because you will not leave my soul in hell, then I want to say to you that you need to be born again. You need to give your life to Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't know why you are not excited about it. Very quiet. Yeah. If you know anybody who is dead, do you know anybody who is dead? Give me a wave of right hand. You know somebody who is dead? I can tell you, the person is either in heaven, drinking heavenly juice, or in hell, burning and roasting, shouting and screaming, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. You see, when you watch this film, Titanic, have you watched it before? If you haven't watched it before, watch it. There are some films, they are must-watch movies. Not Chewa, uh, part one, part two. Part three. Ah, you don't know even know what the film is talking about. What is? I, we don't even know what it is. But Titanic, it, it, it teaches you a lot of things. But at the end of the movie, you see that a lot of bodies flowing, floating in the sea, dead bodies, plenty, containers. You know, that thing it gives a picture. You see. Hell is, is just like that, but just that hell, they are not dead, they are alive. They can feel everything. And the thing is not a sea of water, it is a sea of fire, a lake of fire. And they are in it. Charlie, you will not want somebody to go there, please. The way you are so free, not talking to anybody about Christ, you haven't understood something. A person's soul is so important. It cannot just be floating around. No. We need to talk to them about Jesus Christ. We must work the field of souls. We must tell them about Jesus. We need to. Because one day, they will find themselves somewhere. See, hell is a place that you don't want to wish for even your worst enemy. No. If, if you know what it is. Yeah. Somebody had a vision, was taken to hell. He said, hell is shaped like a human being. There's the head part of hell. There's the hand part of hell. There's the leg part of hell. There's the stomach. The stomach part of hell is the wildest place. Yeah. The, 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 the heat is there, but there are different levels of heat. Depending on how your life was spent here on this earth. How you allowed the devil to use you. Hey. Let's snatch people before they get there. Hey. One man of God, he had a vision. The Lord took him. He had gone to preach somewhere. He was preaching about something. And the Lord said, listen, if this is your preaching, you are preaching. You haven't understood something. People are in hell, burning. Look at what you are saying here. Tell the people about hell. Preach to them. Tell them about hell. And he showed him his own classmate. Who had come to hell? Look at your classmate. Who is here? He couldn't believe it. So he went back home. He was talking to his mother. His mother took, oh, your classmate, he died two days ago. Yeah. So the thing he saw, he thought it was just a dream or something. It was real. So hell is real. Heaven is real. We need to rise up as a church to tell the world about 
Jesus tell the world about heaven and hell, what do we say? Do you think that President Akufado will stand there and say, I want to tell the whole of Ghana about heaven and hell? You need to be born again, Ghanaians. Do you think President Akufado will do that? Or any other? I don't know. It's not his work. We will have to tell them. We will have to tell them. Ask the next person, when was the last time you told somebody? That's when the last time you told somebody. About heaven and hell. Hmm, number four. I'm just finishing. Your soul is important because it can be destroyed. It can be destroyed. Listen to what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 10, verse 26. Fear them not, therefore... For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. And hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. Oh, may you preach upon the housetops. May you preach in the bus. May you preach in the ghettos. May you preach in your area. May you preach on the housetops. Preach. What you hear in secret, what you hear in church, preach it out. Preach it out. He said, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both the soul and the body. So the soul can be destroyed. What people don't know is that it can be destroyed. So, don't be afraid. Sometimes we are afraid of the devil. Uh, the, the worst the devil can do is to just destroy your body. That's the worst. One of the things we discovered when we went to Israel was the massacre of the Jews. The Holocaust. The things they went through. I mean, I was just listening to one woman how she said she was standing with her family, her grandmother and her mother. She was seven years at that time. And they had lined them up. And they shot them. They had made a big grave, whatever. And they were just shooting the Jews into it. But when they shot her, she didn't die. She was there. She was there with the dead bodies. Till eventually she, she escaped. You know? And she's telling the story. And they are recorded. There's a museum there. They have shown all the things that the Jews have gone through. What Hitler did to them. So many things. Even the different nations. What happened to them? But you see, you will see that they have been destroyed and all that. The devil has managed to destroy their bodies, but he was not able to destroy their soul. Yeah. Sometimes we are afraid. Somebody will do this to me. Don't be afraid of that one. Be afraid of the one that when he destroys your body, he can also destroy your soul. It is only God who has the power to do that. Only God. Be afraid of such a person. Be afraid and give your life to him. Be afraid and save him. Be afraid and save a soul. Be afraid. Sometimes we are afraid. All sorts of things that will not, not be a problem. When you die, Paul said that to die is gain. For me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. You must get to the point of being able to say that. That when I die, it's rather gain for me. It's not a problem. The devil, you think you have won, in, it's rather gain for me. I'm going to a better place. But we are not able to say that because we ourselves, we are not too sure. 
May you be sure from today. Number six, or number five, a soul can die. A soul can die. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4. He said, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also is the soul of the Son. It's mine. He said, The soul that sinned, it shall die. In verse 20 of the same Ezekiel 18, he said, The soul that sinned, it shall die. The Son shall not bear the iniquity of the Father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him. And the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. In other words, nobody is going to bear your shame or your, your sin, whatever, for you. The, the, the payment of the sin, the wages of your sin, you will bear it yourself. Nobody is going to do it for you. Bible said the soul that sinned, he shall die. The father will not take that for the son. And the son will not take that for the father. So I'm going to sin. So when I die, my son will take the consequence. No. The father will take his own thing and the son. Everybody. We, nobody is under anybody's covering or whatever. We are all before God. Every soul shall be judged. Every soul. Oh, because my father is a Christian, I'm sure his Christianity will cover me. Oh, Mali. Oh, Mali. There is nothing like that. The soul that sinned, it shall die. I said what? The soul that sinned, it shall die. Hey. Aren't you the people who said you work the field of souls? Are you going to work the field of souls or you are going to be? It's just a song you are singing. You will work the field of souls. Let's do it. Let's just not sing it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We must work while it is day. Spreading the word of God as we, as we walk, walk along the way. Oh, we To do do his his will, spreading the word of God till it reaches to all the hills. We must witness, we We must witness to everyone we meet, and in every song we sing, we must tell them, we must tell them all. The soon coming king. There's a king coming. Number six. God can require your soul at any time. Any time. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yesterday I was talking to somebody on the flight as I was coming. I mean, he's he's just in his own world. (laughs) I said, you can die at any time. Listen. Luke chapter 12, verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life hmm, consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possessed. 
Wow, verse 16. And he said a parable to them. Verse 16. Hey. Saying, the ground of a certain man, rich man, brought forth plentifully. 17. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? 18. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and I will build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Verse 19. And I will say to my soul, <laughs> soul, <laughs> thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. <laughs> Eat. Drink. And be merry. It's like that song. This something. They have a song like that. But God said to him, God said to him, "Thou fool!" As my mother would say, "Obunyo, okosianyo." My mother says that all the time. I love it when she says that thing. So, thou fool. He said, This night, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then, who shall those things be which you have provided? Oh, it says, So it is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. You are making plans. I will break this down. I will build this one. I will send this one here. And I will change here. I will put some light here. And I will open this place more. And I will expand my time in that business. And I will add something else to this. And I will give birth to three more children. And hey! This night, as you are calculating, this night, your soul is being required of you. He didn't know that God could require his soul at any time. So he was making plans without God in the plan. But listen, if you know that your soul can be required at any time, when you are making plans, you add God to your plans. You make God a part of your plans. You add God to whatever you are doing because you know that I can go at any time. At any time. I can go at any time. You can go at any time. All of us, we can go just like that, God will say, today. And we have heard it. Sometimes we come to church and we, one of us is just gone. Say, hey. You know, sometimes it doesn't even send a message. It's like, wow, okay, okay, you know. But it's also a message that God can require your soul at any time. He doesn't need to do whatever. He, he, yes, come, come, come now, now, now. Now, you, you are making plans, eh? Come, this night, come. I need you now. Come for a meeting. Come. Come up. Come up to heaven. You are making a lot of plans for yourself. You haven't included me. You don't even have any time for me. Come. I'll build here. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do my masters. And when I finish, I'll do the second masters. And I'll do PhD. I'll specialize. Then I'll marry. Before I marry and then I'll have three children. You have the number of children you want to have. Do you know when God is going to require your soul? Do you know when God is going to call you to come up for a meeting? 
your soul can be called up at any time. Come today, now. I need you now. Come now. Beloved, we cannot just joke around. The person you are seeing today, tomorrow we may go back, they will tell you the person is gone. What are you going to do? He said, that fool. I'm not saying it. It's Jesus who said it. Yeah. I like to always say the way my brother said it, because you will never forget it. You are a fool. You have never considered God. It's that your life is in your hands. No. It is not so. God will require your soul. But I have good news. That's my last point, that your soul can be saved. Hallelujah. Your soul can be saved. Every soul can be saved. It doesn't matter who the person is. Maybe an arm robber, maybe a thief, maybe whatever. A soul is a soul and it is important to God. Psalm 97 verse 10, it says that ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserved the souls of his saints and he delivered them out of the hand of the wicked. James 1.21 says that, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. First Peter 1.7 says that, That the trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, ye believe in, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Look at it. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and said diligently who prophesied of the grace that shall come unto you. I believe that your soul can be saved. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you have done. Your soul can be saved. Oh, may you receive the salvation of your soul. Oh, yes. You need to allow the Lord because there's nothing else. What can you give in exchange for your soul? People who have died and gone, where are they? Where are the Michael Jacksons? Where are the uh, who? Nelson Mandela. Where is he? Our presidents who have died. And vice presidents. The popes. Everybody. Where are they? Where are they? One day there was a French emperor. He gave a command. Emperor Shalimar. He said, he said to the people, he said, when I die, put me <laughs> in my grave. Let me be seated. Still like a, a king. Put my crown on my head and let me be there. I mean, Emperor Shalimar. 
the container. They think that he still can take the pomposity. He was there. Hundred years later, somebody came, another emperor came who wanted to be sure that the thing he said they should do, they have done it. He said, let me go, open the grave, let me see whether the guy is still there. When they went, truly, they had put him on his throne. He was there, but the whole body was gone. Everything, the flesh, everything was just left with the bones. And the crown that was on his head, the crown had shifted to the side like that. He cannot continue being a, a, a this thing here. But one of the things that amazed them was that they saw that his finger was on a scripture. They had put the Bible in his left hand. I don't know who did it. And his, his bony finger was on Matthew 16. Is it verse 20? Or which verse was that? It said, what shall he profit a man? If he gains the whole world, then loses his soul. And the crown was on his head that is turned like that. And his bony finger was there like that. And the eyes were all gone. And was, uh, hey. What shall it profit a man? Even the dead in their death state are still saying that, what shall it profit you if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? Today, may your soul be saved. Today, God wants to save your soul. Let the word of God have an effect in your life and may it bring salvation to you in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet wherever you are and let's close. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. Lift up your voice and just begin to talk to God right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sing grace, how sweet the sound, oh, that sing, a wretch like me. Oh, yes, I once was lost. I once was lost. But now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear. T'was grace that taught my heart to that grace appear that grace appear. the hour I first the believed I first believed in that very hour you believe salvation is going to come to you Today, maybe you are here, somebody invited you. You know deep down in your heart that your soul has no relationship with God. But today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't want my soul to be lost in hell.
I want my soul to be saved. I know God can require my soul at any time. Even after this service, God can call me. Am I ready? Am I ready? But today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus so that he can save my soul. If you are here like that, every head bowed, all eyes closed, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. Let it go up. Oh, just love it. I like the way your hands just went up. God bless you. 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 Today is a day of salvation. If you can hear his voice, harden not your heart. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, still let it be up. Let it be up. Let it be up. Don't put it down. Let it be up. I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to move out of your seat. Come to me. Come to me quickly. Come. If you really want your soul to be saved, come quickly. Come. Those sitting by them, help them come. Come. Come quickly. Come. Joanna, help them to come. Help them to come. Keep clapping. Many people are coming to Jesus. Come all the way, my brother. My sister, come. Oh, is that all you can do? Their service. Angels are rejoicing. Keep clapping. Come all the way. Come all the way. Amazing grace. Come. Keep clapping. Oh, run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Come all the way. God bless you. That saved a wretch like me. Keep coming. Keep coming. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them. Come all the way. I once was lost. Come. There's still room at the cross for you. Come, my dear sister. Why don't you put your hands together? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen. I just heard the Holy Ghost saying, there are still some people there who need to come. I don't know why you are not coming. But come. 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 Tomorrow may be too late. I'm telling you, God can require your soul at any time. Run quickly and come to Jesus. Clap for them as they come. Come. Come from the back, from the side. Tomorrow may be too late. Come. We are waiting for you. We are waiting for you. My dear sister, come. Clap for them. Come. Come. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't postpone it till tomorrow. Tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be too late. Tomorrow may be too late. Is my brother coming? Clap for him as he comes. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Come, my brother. Come. 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 Wow. Oh, are you not excited? Are you not excited? Are you not excited? My sister, are you coming? Come. There's still room at the cross for you. Come. Somebody else needs to join her. You were wondering whether you should come. 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 My brother, come. Run. Run to Jesus. It's not too late. It's not too late. Come. I see three more people coming. Run to Jesus. Come. 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 Oh, put your hands together. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We are just about to pray. If you need to join them, come quickly before we pray. May it not be said that you had the opportunity, but you didn't take it. One more chance for anybody who needs to come before we pray. Just walk out of your seat and come. Come. I want to be sure that everybody is here. Come. Before we take off. Come. Come. Are you coming? Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Come all the way. Yes. Oh. 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 It will be a sad thing that you miss the flight. Come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. I tell you, your soul can be saved. God wants to save you. And we're going to pray. Commit our lives to God to be saved. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And everybody, let's join them as we pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. 444. God richly bless you.